With us today is Steve Cates, a former New Yorker, or, the, or, or otherwise known as Dr. Sky, now lives on the west coast of uh, the country, and uh, he specializes in telling us what's up there in the sky, and a lot of things were happening today, uh, Steve Cates. Tell us what's going on. Well, John, good evening to you, Lydia, and the studio guests, and all the listeners of WABC. In less than two hours, John, we're expecting to see a first of its kind, and that is an asteroid is going to be hit by a spacecraft called DART, and the acronym stands for Double Asteroid Redirection Test. And without all the complications... I saw that movie last night. <laughs> That's a great one. I'll tell you, John, there's a lot of bets on this one that this does something. What's it trying to do? This primary spacecraft, which weighs about 1,600 pounds, is going to be intentionally sent into a binary asteroid, meaning there's two little objects in space. And the main object is called Didymus, and in Greek it stands for twin and naturally so, it's supposed to hit the little moon. Get a load of this, John. The little moon is 520 feet in diameter. We call it the Diddy Moon or Didymos. So around 714 tonight, p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, we're hopefully going to get some live images or images from a 7 million mile distance of what this asteroid impactor, it's going to impact. It doesn't have explosives on it, you know, no Armageddon style, no nuclear device. It's made to be called a kinetic impactor. And why are they doing this? Because eventually, as asteroids have they come in the past to the Earth, we're going to hopefully be able to deflect this asteroid as small as it is. Well, 520 feet is pretty big to me. But hopefully this works, because if an asteroid were to come close to the Earth, planetary defense, according to NASA and many around the world, we need to do something, don't you think? Well, something. I, I did see uh, a movie last night on Netflix called Looking Up, Frank Morano. Talked me into watching that movie. Your friend Frank Morano, and and it was either satire or what it was, but this comet was heading for Earth and it was going to destroy Earth. So the President of the United States convinced everybody it was a it was not really coming, but the Earth got destroyed. Well, Did I tell you wow. the ending of the film? John, I, I understand that this is Ed Cox here, yeah. Steve. Isn't it true that a huge asteroid landed where the Gulf of Mexico is now and that wiped out the yes. dinosaurs? Is that right? You're absolutely right, Ed. Yeah, absolutely. 65 million years ago. And by the way, this happened twice in history. But the most recent one, 65 million years ago, this was called the Chicxulub event. And that's in the Yucatan right there by the Gulf of Mexico. And what happened, allegedly, we weren't all around, but scientists dig up what they see in the soil, and they see this remnant of iridium, which is what asteroids usually have, like an elemental thing. And it allegedly was about five to six miles in diameter. So the last thing, Ed, and everybody there that the asteroids, I mean, the dinosaurs probably saw was a quick flash. But the sad part about that is not only did it, when it struck the Earth, it sucked up everything from the ground, pulled everything up into the stratosphere, and blanketed the Earth with this nuclear-type winter, this dark winter. So it's amazing how the Earth can rebound, but you're so right. And more recently, if we look to June 30th, 1908, there was an event over then Soviet Siberia called Tunguska. So an object maybe 900 feet across, allegedly. Now, it necessarily didn't hit the Earth. It might have exploded over the Earth and skipped out into space. But guess what, folks and listeners? It actually wiped out an area larger than the state of Connecticut, and that was amazing. So we need to do something, at least NASA's trying, and European Space Agency, to try to prevent even small asteroids. Hopefully this deflection works. We'll know, hopefully, in a few hours to see the images, but in maybe days and weeks, 
we'll hopefully get some positive results. Now, is it supposed to completely deflect it off course? Suppose they hit it the wrong way and it comes comes straight into the earth. Well, I hope not, John. I mean, that <laughs> prediction could be pretty disastrous. Well, we're hoping. Again, you know, there's a lot of bets on this one. I'm sure there's even people in Las Vegas that are throwing uh, money on the table. But seriously, they're hoping to hit this, and even a small deflection of this. And a lot of people may be saying, well, why are we doing this? Look at asteroids that we just talked about, like with Ed. He talked about very appropriately this big event that happened in the Gulf of Mexico near the Yucatan. But the point is, we have one asteroid, not to alarm everybody, it's called Apophis. It's named after the Egyptian war god. And mark this calendar date, April the 13th. Make sure you get your taxes done ahead of time. But in 2029, this object will pass, now I didn't make this stuff up, 19,000 miles above the Earth. It's 1,000 feet in diameter. And so people are saying, no, it's not going to hit the Earth, thank goodness. But they're going to send a space probe to watch it because the next time it comes around the sun, there could be an area in the Earth's orbit that deflects it. And there's potentially, not to alarm people, we don't have it official, that it could then return and hit the Earth one day. How often does it come back? It comes back on an average of about every 15 years. And well, it's 20, we uh, let's see, 2029 plus 15, <laughs> uh, it's what, uh, 2049 or 2045, 24? Right. All right. Okay. I'm not sure. It it passed within 19,000 miles of the Earth. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Yeah. They call it a razor bird. No, it's not feet. It's miles. Miles is different. Miles. That's 200,000 miles. miles. But here's the point. That's closer in, folks, than the geosynchronous satellites. All those satellites that are out there. the The Earth has a ring made up of all these satellites, not like Saturn's rings. But it's going to come in closer than that. So I was asking the questions of other NASA scientists. Hey, how, how, how much can you guarantee that they won't wipe out some satellites? Well, nobody can give us an answer. But that's a very interesting scenario. So in a few hours, we're hoping to be able to get this, uh, you know, at least an understanding if this works. Telescopes on Earth are going to be observing it to see also if there's a change in the orbit of this little ditty moon. But, John, I have to thank you because I just wanted to let the listeners of 77 WAPC know through you and your kindness that we'll have Dr. Sky content coming up here, what, in the month of October. We'll be doing podcasts and all kind of updates here. So as we do these reports for people. I am happy to report that Dr. Sky, Steve Cates, a former New Yorker, will be (laughs) with us more often and to make these kind of reports uh, out for WABC viewers and and thank you, Steve Cates, and enjoy three more hours of sunshine on the West Coast, and God bless you, and God bless America. You, you let us know if anything bad really happens. Uh, you, you let well, Frank Morano know at 2 o'clock in the what morning. What about the solar system? you got to bless that, too. Well, yes, we have to do that, Lydia. And, hey, as you guys say, and I mean it, hey, truth, justice, and the American way, let's rock on. We'll you send bet. Superman up.